bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. <laughs> You're listening to truth. Hey, we're going to do the top five at 05. Top five at five after. Top five at 505. Okay, we just, okay. 833-212-1017 is the number. AJ, you're on the new 1017, The Truth. Hey, Dr. Ken Harris. Thank you for having me on the show. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well and blessed. Um, again, I just want to go off what you were saying. What can we do for us to crime, right? So my, my thing is, as a single father raising my kids, um, what is it that you can't do? If you're an active parent in your kid's life, you can really monitor and understand everything that's going on. You get what I mean? Yes, I do. Because the piggyback, the piggyback off what you were saying, like, you know, Ron Ron and JoJo, if they out here committing these crimes and then they end up getting shot, not a mom or a dad is like, oh, they good kids and this and that. But if you monitor where your kids are at and what they're doing and who they're hanging around, you could uh, prevent all that from happening. You get what I mean? Yes, I do. I think. I think my thing is, as a, as a single black father raising my kids, and I got one in the Army, and my other three are 3.0 students in high school, that's one thing that I promise, because I'm not going to re- duplicate what I went through in life versus what they got to go through. Right. You get what I mean? Yes, so, I do. Therefore, I'm very, I'm very straight. I'm very hard on them. And... I also monitor their friends, you know, making sure that they need to do what they need to do in this world. So, again, when you say, how can we prevent the crime? Right. I think all in all, 
we need more parents to be parents instead of being friends. You know, because you got some parents that want to smoke with your kids at teenage years because that's what everybody else doing. And look, break the cycle. You get what I'm saying? You got to break the cycle in order to achieve better in life. Otherwise, you're just going to be stuck in the same shit. Excuse my language. In the same thing, the continuous cycle. Uh-huh. And these kids nowadays, I mean, I'm not the best at the communication, and you're more, quite frankly, to understand where I'm coming from, and you can break it down for me. But, uh, yeah, I, that's, what it, that's what it's about. I had one topic with a friend of mine. I said, we got all these single moms on Instagram, social media, and all this posting pictures about how good they look, where they can't find a single man. But I, explained, I, I said, if you ask them to post a picture about their kids' report card, right. I think that it say a lot about them. Wow. wow. Hey, I got a question for you. You ready? Are you, yeah. going, to the, are you going to the Fatherhood Summit tomorrow? I will definitely try to make it. Um, again, I'm not from Milwaukee, mm-hmm. Wisconsin. I wasn't born and raised here. Okay. So a lot of the resources I get through the people who I meet, which is good people, you know what I mean? What I-, I heard a little bit about it and this and that, and I would love to attend it. Um, yeah. I work at a five-star restaurant, so uh-huh. if I had the time to make it, I would definitely be there. All right. Well, it's tomorrow morning from 8 a.m. till 5 p.m. at Destiny Youth Plaza, 7220 North 76. That's 76 in Good Hope. Okay. And it's a it's a one-stop shop resource fair, uh, job opportunities, child support help, health education screenings, financial empowerment, legal assistance, just some fatherly inspiration, because you've been an inspiration to me today, AJ. Listen, this is this is the thing that I say. You know, I work two jobs. I pay child support. I have seven kids. You know, um, I pay child support. And with the kids that I have in my home, it was four. But mm-hmm. now it's three because, again, one is off in the Army doing what he got to do. I'm teaching them generational wealth. And what I deal with my oldest son is teach him about credit. So when he was a senior, right now, after he graduated, um, 3.89 GPA, off in the military, full ride in, in college. Uh, at the same time, <laughs> my thing is, is that he set. Because when I say I talk about credit, his credit score is a 70, 760. You know what I mean? And this is something that they don't teach kids in school. And right. as parents, you know, my thing is, is okay, if you're working and you're doing what you got to do, then start teaching them about writing checkbooks, teaching them about writing in cursive, because you know that they don't teach that in school no more. That's correct. Rewrite the history, rewrite the narrative that a lot of people got this so-called whatever you want to call it, you know what I mean, and use the resources and monitor your kids' everyday movement. I don't care because even with my kids, it's like, hey, my friend, okay, I want to meet your friend's parents. It's like, ah, you're doing too much, No. I'm doing what I need to do because you hang around with Ray Ray and Jojo, they go steal cars and you get shot. You know, then there's got to be some questions answered. You get what I mean? Very true. Thank you, AJ. I appreciate you. 
Hey, you have a wonderful night, and thanks again. All right, brother. Take care. And so it sounds like AJ didn't shrink from his responsibility. Whether he had seven children on purpose or seven children mistakenly or whatever, some combination, he decided, I'm going to be responsible for my children. Is he perfect? Probably not. But he's trying. And that's all that's all you can ask. And so I hope he makes the fatherhood summit tomorrow. Fathers, grandfathers, future fathers, father figures, bring your family. Join Milwaukee Mayor Cavalier Johnson, who's a father, at the Milwaukee Fatherhood Summit. That's tomorrow, Destiny Youth Plaza, 7220 North 76th Street in Milwaukee, 8 to 5. Don't miss the one shop stop. The bu- I said that backwards, didn't I? The one shop stop, the one stop shop, the shop one stop. Anyway, uh, they're having a resource fair. And you get job opportunities and child support help and, you know, all the things that you would need as a father to undergird you and support you so you can take care of your children. New this year, the Family Outreach Resource Room will have games and activities for youth. So bring your kids, have some fun, learn about local mentoring opportunities. Again, that's the Milwaukee Fatherhood Initiative this Saturday from 8 a.m. till 5 p.m. at the Destiny Youth Plaza right here in Milwaukee. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. Vroom, vroom. That's all I'm saying. No, you cannot get a motorcycle. Why not, Dr. Ken? Because your wife said you can't get a motorcycle. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. No, she didn't. I talked to her. When? You can't get a motorcycle. See? Told you. I'm Dizzy's wife and you can't get a motorcycle. See? Told you. That wasn't even close, was it? <laughs> nah, not close. I mean, she, some she, of the words. She probably maybe. getting in her car. You wait till I get in there, I'll smack him in the back and hit pow. Wait a minute, she's a school teacher, right? Yeah. Oh, no, I ain't messing with her. She, yep. probably, she probably got a ruler. <laughs> ah! Nah, dude. Yep. I'm gonna be like, nope. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So should I call her Mrs. DZ? My name is... See, I'm in trouble again. See, I can't... Why? Because it's pop-off Friday. She going to pop off right upside my head. Pow! Like, what is wrong with you? It's Mrs. Sir. <laughs> no, she's good people. Phenomenal people, so. And and doing a job that, that most people decide they don't want to do. School teacher. But what about parents? You know, AJ, dude, I don't know where he came from, but dude was like, I mean, 
you take care of what you take care of. It's yours. Take care of your children. Pay child support. Work two jobs to take care of your kids. But something he keyed on, and I want to ask you, and I don't know how to phrase it. Will your children today, today, 17 minutes after the hour, will your children today do better than you when they become an adult? Will they have more than you? Well, no, 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 no. Whatever, whatever your okay is, will your children be better than you when they become adults? 833-212-1017 is the number. Because that, that's what has driven me. You know, people ask me, how do you, why do you get all this stuff done? You did a, you were a, you know, you were in radio and then you went into law enforcement and then you got degrees and then you teach and then you're back in radio and you do, you know, you're trying to write books and you're doing research. How you get all that stuff done? And I tell people, I just focus. You know, I got to throw out my attention deficit disorder and focus like folk, like literally focus. When I do it, I do one thing. I don't multitask. I don't try to do 20 things at one time. I do one thing. What that causes me to do is miss other things. Hey, you missed your meeting. Well, I was focused, right? But that's how I get it done. Why? Because somewhere in the fear of me of growing up with one parent, and I'm already down this, so I may as well be transparent when I say it, growing up so poor that I remember praying to God that if there's anything I can ever do never to be this poor, let me do it. And that is my drive. I never want to be that poor again. I tasted it. When they talk about food desert, I'm talking about no food. Like, forget the desert. A store that you can't go to because you don't have no money to go. That kind of hunger. Never want to be there. Never want my children. So I made it a point that my children would never. There's a lot of things that they don't know. And people complain, oh, your children are so spoiled. Listen. There are some things my children won't experience until they decide to experience it. One thing they're not going to experience under my roof is poverty. One thing they're never going to experience is lack of education. So if I got to work two jobs, get a part-time job, take on a loan, whatever I got to do, that is what I did and got them both out of school. And that is what you should be doing for your children. And then you look and see two 17-year-olds who are at a point in their life where life changes, where you become an adult and you can either go great, go check out MATC, Concordia, wherever you need to go and go start your life. Or you can get in the prison system with 19 and 16 counts of whatever and end up, get this, you'll have a short prison sentence and longer being on paper, right? Extended supervision. One call, that's all. That was weird. <laughs> he pressed the button accidentally. But since we did it, one call, that's all. Now's your chance to win. One call, that's all. 5K giveaway winner. Told you we was going to have two. Be caller number four. 
833-212-1017 is the number. You heard it right. $5,000. Be caller number four. Be entered in to be a finalist to win $5,000. Remember, if you or your loved one has ever been injured in an accident, call Grouper Law Offices. One call. <laughs> That's all. Be caller number four. Win this money from the one call. That's all. 5K giveaway. For official contest rules, visit 1017thetruth.com. 833-212-1017. See, we did it. He accidentally pushed the button, and then we did it. So go on call and get your money. Get eligible to win some money. Caller number four. But anyway, I'm going to go back. What was I talking about again? Anyway, so, so children, right? That's my fear. So when people ask me, why do you work so hard? Oh, you don't have to work. I'm going to work until I collapse. I'm going to work to give my wife, my family, hopefully, if it ever occurs, grandchildren, a life that they don't have to struggle. I used to grow up and see other people, and they would take their kids to France and Germany and Hawaii and all these other things, Canada, travel to other states. I mean, I thought going to another state was great. You know, I used to think, wow, you're going to another state. Oh, that's cool. Now going to another country, right? Going to Hawaii, Japan. It's possible. But it comes down to that, that statement that I had to make to myself. If you think you can or if you think you can't, you're right. And the only way to do it is to simply do it. We spend an inordinate amount of time trying to figure out why we can't do something, why someone else is stopping us from doing something. And it's just not true. Do people do it? Absolutely they do. But you can overcome it. And you can overcome it by simply overcoming it. And is it going to be easy? Absolutely not. Yeah, I know. I'm popping off this Friday. Is it going to be simple? Absolutely not. It's going to be a pain and it's going to be scary. It's terrifying. But in the end, you win. And that's what it's about. And that's what it's about. We want to say congratulations to Brian he is a finalist in the Gruber Law Offices one call. That's all 5K giveaway. So he'll be one of them people that might get their name called in December to win $5,000 on the, on the Tory Lowe show. So just so you know. Hey, 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 ho, ho, ho. Yes, it's that kind of Friday, right? <laughs> so do you understand Do you understand that parents play a pivotal role in these two boys, these two young men that are that are going to end up in jail because they committed all these crimes? 
And the DA, as usual, piles on so that so that by the time you plea bargain, you get jail. But I think one of the things that they should plea bargain is extended supervision. Get rid of it. You already served your time. Why am I sitting on extended supervision for 15, 20 years? I know a guy that got 30 years of, of supervision for absolutely no reason. 30 years. Now, granted, he committed a serious crime. But at some point, it's kind of built in to make sure that we don't vote. That's just me. So let's stop hiding behind the guise of safety and start putting in some resources to help it happen. Yes, you still need to go to jail. But if you go to jail for 10 years, you don't need supervision for another 10 or 15 years. Come on now. And if you commit another crime, lock them up again. But extended supervision just stops people from being able to vote. And somewhere in the recesses of my mind, I think that might be one of the reasons why we have it. If we can get as few people voting, as minorities become a larger number in the country, we just might be able to get away with it. We just might. So think about that. What are your thoughts? 833-212-1017 is the number you're listening to. Truth in the afternoon. Traffic, weather, and sports, all that stuff coming up next. And I think eventually at, let me see, let me see, at maybe 535, we really will have the top five at five. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. Hey, make sure you tune in tomorrow, 10 a.m., for our brand new show, The Soft Life Chronicles, presented by all of us in Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagements and Health Partnerships. Holiday season is here, and it's only, you know, a couple of days away. But it's not only the time for family, but it's also for food. Denise Thomas, Yvonne Greer, Dr. Yvonne Greer, and Martina Sosa Pocheco will discuss how to avoid the itis and the importance of enjoying the food we like to eat, you know, like ribs and barbecue and chicken and steak and turkey and you know all that stuff but we also need to think about our long-term health so make sure you listen in tomorrow 10 a.m soft life chronicles presented by all of us milwaukee and right here on the new 1017 the truth it's also college month on the new 1017 the truth and we want to help our young scholars get those free scholarship dollars so 
all month long, all throughout the month of November, we'll be highlighting local universities who offer full tuition scholarships and local organizations that actually help students find thousands of dollars in scholarships each year. So be sure to tune in to 1017 The Truth all month right here in November so you don't miss this important information on how your student can go to college debt-free. College Month on The Truth is sponsored by UW-Milwaukee Educators Credit Union and MA. TC. But while I'm going, I may as well remind you because Thanksgiving is coming up. And then that other day that we always talk about, Black Friday. And, well, we all know about Black Friday. But the Truth and Associated Bank want to encourage you to support black-owned businesses for Small Business Saturday, November 26th. Together, we're committed to uplifting local organizations and supporting black-owned businesses. That's why we celebrate Small Business Saturday. And the truth and Associated Bank will highlight five locally owned black businesses from November 17th through November 23rd on social media and right here on the air. So whatever your financial needs are, always remember Associated Bank can help member FDIC. Number five. I had trouble trying to come up with five today because there were like 10,000 of them that uh, we could talk about. However, from WISN.com, on any given day in the Franklin Heights neighborhood of Milwaukee near 22nd and Keefe, Vernella Powell says gunfire could be heard. She says, as a mother, it's scary for real. They don't care if it's broad daylight. They still go off. Powell says she brings her children inside early every night to keep them safe. A mother trying to survive, keep her family safe, lives in fear that the next bullet could be deadly. If it feels like there's more shootings in the news, it's because there are. Milwaukee police report non-fatal shootings are up 83% since 2020, and it's a constant battle for officers. Over the past two years, they've recovered 3,000 firearms, 2,728 so far this year, and 2,700 in 2021 during the same period, January through November. So what can be done? Well... What we need to do is eliminate illegal guns. And that's going to be an important thing. So as we track this story through a WISN uh, 12 News investigator, investigative reporter, uh, Hillary Mintz, uh, they took a look at the crime lab and are starting to look at some things that can be done in order to make sure that we get rid of illegal guns. Not legal guns, but actually illegal guns guns number four three former sharon hill police officers in the state of pennsylvania i believe charged with the death of eight-year-old fanta belitti accepted a plea deal yesterday to lesser charges that come with lighter penalties According to the Associated Press and on NewsOne.com, Sean Dolan, 26, Devon Smith, 35, and Brian Devaney, 42, pled guilty to 10 counts each of reckless endangerment. The agreement also included the dismissal of manslaughter and involuntary manslaughter charges in which the state of Pennsylvania is punishable by up to 10 to 20 years in prison. And the lower reckless endangerment charge is punishable up to two years in prison 
and a fine of $5,000. AP also reported that the family of Fanta Belitti worked with prosecutors to reach the plea deal. They said the agony we feel constantly reliving the loss of our dear Fanta who was just eight years old when she was killed by Sharon Hill police officer is impossible to describe with words. Her uncle said after much prayer and discussion with our family, we determined that it was in our best interest for the district attorney to ensure that the officers take responsibility for their actions and admit it to reckless conduct, endangering many and killing our Fanta. So on August 27th of 2021, she was shot and killed by police outside a suburban Philadelphia high school football game. Incident began when witnesses told police two teenagers had a verbal altercation turned into a gunfight and officers were helping bystanders exit. They began to hear gunfire and the officers fired their weapons in the direction of the stadium, killing, shooting four people and killing Fanta Belitti. There is absolutely no way I would have dealt them anything. Nobody. Police officers shoot toward shooting in a crowd. They should be sitting in jail for at least 10 to 20 years apiece. I'm not going to even finish that story. I think I'm going to move on to number three. Well, I got to say. The word has been out about Stacey Abrams and many of the black politicians that lost their elections. Mandela Barnes, Stacey Stacey Abrams, and Warnock couldn't get over the hump. We're still waiting, and we'll wait till December something, and they'll have a runoff. But I think New York Times penned a retrospective on Stacey Abrams' gubernatorial campaign in Georgia, painting her road to defeat as one curtailed by lofty national ambitions and a neglect of black and brown communities in the state. And so there's some information that's coming out. Reporter Maya King and Reed Epstein wrote that while Abrams' first campaign gave her the appearance of a fierce political tactician, her second attempt at office exposed the limits of her skill as a political candidate. Abrams, easily defeated by Republican Governor Brian Kemp in a highly anticipated rematch from 2018, and she didn't seriously threaten him in the polls throughout the campaign. They interviewed a number of figures close to her, Lawmakers, community leaders, campaign aides who painted her as a candidate distracted by national ambition. She also was characterized by a politician better at talking policy than engaging in rope line hugs and empathetic small talk. Despite claims from Abrams supporters who said it was sexism and racism and voter suppression and all that stuff, black people really didn't come out for her because they knew that one day she wanted to be president of the United States. So when you think about it, it kind of sounds like Scott Walker. You're saying one thing, but you're actually doing something different. You're actually telling us this is what you want to do. But in fact, a few months later, you up and run. You up and run for president. So for me, that's on you. 
I wish Stacey Abrams the best of luck. Um, but you know, I gotta say, I don't, I don't really believe in luck. Number two. Well, believe it or not, a racing drug bust resulted in one man arrested and thousands, not hundreds, thousands of fentanyl lace tablets worth $30,000 or more were seized yesterday. Racine County Sheriff's Department identified a man as 26-year-old Caleb Weaver, also known as Bad Gang Weaver. According to the Sheriff's Office, members of the Racine County Metro Drug Unit and Violent Crime Task Force executed two search warrants yesterday afternoon, culminating in a 10-month drug investigation. Warrants were executed near Marquette and Prospect and more than three miles away near 17th and Russet. And they got 3,622 fentanyl-laced fake oxycodone pills equaling 16 ounces of fentanyl, 2.4 pounds of marijuana, a 9-millimeter handgun, 45-caliber semi-automatic, blah, blah, on, on, and $15,200 worth of cash. You could have bought some tickets, won the lottery, and won $2.9 billion or something like that, and went on about your business. But instead, you tried to sell drugs, and now... You're being charged with delivery of fentanyl, three counts, possession of with intent to deliver fentanyl, possession of THC with intent to deliver, keeper of a drug house, possession of a firearm by a felon, and drug paraphernalia. And gee, we wonder why, I don't know, people can't stay out of jail. Number one. Why are you laughing? Oh, you having a conversation with Ben Ben? It's Ben Ben's fault. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I, make sure we go on the Black Panther. I'm going to be there first. I'm going to be first in line. First in line. And, congr- <laughs> and congratulations to everyone who, who won um, themselves and one other person coming to see Black Panther. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning. That means I got to go to sleep tonight. That means I got to go to bed early. Anyway, let me let, let me get it one more time. Number one. HBCUs have been that entry-level pipeline, says retired Air Force Colonel Roosevelt Lewis Jr., the president of the Tuskegee chapter of Tuskegee Airmen Incorporated, when he was talking to News One. With today being Veterans Day, it highlights the amazing sacrifices of brave men and women who served in the armed forces. However, many black veterans especially ones who attended HBCUs, their commitments to this nation are often overlooked. And so this country's armed forces have benefited greatly from the contributions of HBCUs and their students, while the country itself has failed to put them on equal footing of their white counterparts. Arguably, the most glaring example is the legacy of the Tuskegee Airmen, who were the first black aviators in the U.S. Army Air Corps. Original group of Tuskegee Airmen is almost known for its outstanding battle, is most known for its outstanding battle record in World War II, which helped to desegregate the military. And a retired U.S. Air Force Colonel Roosevelt J. Lewis Jr., a graduate of Tuskegee University, president of the Tuskegee chapter of Tuskegee Airmen Incorporated served at the highest levels of the defense department in five Pentagon jobs during his career in an exclusive with news one. He spoke about the importance of HBCUs in the armed forces and in the legacy of the group that helped start it all. So congratulations 
I want to give thanks in my number one story to the many black servicemen and servicewomen and the original Tuskegee Airmen who were a catalyst in helping achieve opportunities for students who came from HBCUs and they never got enough credit for the impact they made in the lives of all of us around the world. So to the veterans that may be listening, I want to say to you, happy Veterans Day. Thank you for your service and God bless. This is the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. As we start to roll out of here, I'm excited because tomorrow I'm going to see the Black Panther. Y'all might be going to see it tonight, but I'm going tomorrow. I'm just saying. I'm just looking at all the talking texts that are that are coming in about some of the conversations we were having about parents and about um, how things are going in the black community. Talking text line, Omar said the black Twitter should have been in an uproar about the guy in a dress. <laughs> then he said Alex Trebek is turning over in his grave. Where would you want to wear? I mean, you know, some people just got to be out there. Let them be out there. I'm just saying. And it's them, not you. Why do you care about what somebody else is wearing? If you want to look foolish, look foolish. Until it's you. Um, Talking text sign, uh, same here. That's my exact motivation, never to be poor again. I survived the projects of Chicago, which wasn't supposed to statistically happen. Well, I feel you. But even growing up in Chicago, it wasn't as bad as it is today. I like I remember growing up and going, you know, back in the day when we didn't have pagers and cell phones and all kind of stuff. And I remember walking downtown. I remember taking the bus downtown and telling my mother I was going to walk home. And I walked from Grant Park, which is like walking from um, Summerfest grounds to Menominee Falls. And I mean, I walked that far all the way home on the south side of Milwaukee, south side of Milwaukee, south side of Chicago. And nothing happened. Absolutely nothing happened. And so it, it just it just kind of struck me that we don't we don't live in a place where we used to live, you know. It's, it's when we started putting um, rubber mats down for kids who play in the playground. When I used to not only swing the swing, I used to jump off and land with rocks and glass and all kind of stuff. And I, 
was no worse for the wear. But for some reason, we, 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 we seem like we've made life so, so simple for our children that they don't really go through any, any struggles to build up that resistance, to build up the toughness needed in order to make it in life. Now, does that mean they won't? Absolutely not. That means we need to change and actually be there for them when things like that happen. We have to actually be present in the lives of our children. So over this weekend, today is Veterans Day. Over this weekend, start to think about the things you can do in 2023 to make the lives of those in your family better. Now, one of the things you're going to have to do is start with you. Because that's where it really starts. Because if you're not around, you can't be there to save or help your family. It's a cycle. And we still have to hold people accountable. We still have to hold people to what they did wrong. But in the same vein, yes, I use but because I'm contradicting everything I just said. In the same vein, all the great things that all these kids have done throughout this city and all the good grades and college work going into the trades, all those things. We need to start talking about those things. And that's why we have great partners. That's why we have great um, people here that support us. And I'm looking forward to a great 2023. We got some great things coming up. Uh, Thanksgiving's coming up, so you're gonna get some best of. You got Christmas coming. It's gonna be. It's just gonna. The next six weeks, eight weeks or so, are going to be absolutely positively phenomenal. Leading up to 2023. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Doctor Ken Harris. Thank you, DZ. Appreciate your brother. See you this weekend. See you tomorrow at the Wakanda Forever. God bless you. Take care. Hey, never miss a show. You can stream us on multiple platforms. The Truth App, Spootify. Spootify. I'm looking at TuneIn and I say Spootify. Or is it Spoon In? (laughs) Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Yes. It's pop-off Friday, and I'm popping off here because Tori Lowe's coming up next. God bless. Take care. I'll see you Monday, 4 o'clock. Have a great weekend.